0: Welcome to the Dating Down God's Way podcast. My name is Tolu. I'm your friendly Christian relationship counselor. Today, I'm joined by my wife-in-waiting sister, Eniola. We call her Eni, so I'll be calling her Eni throughout this conversation. Ennie is a true child of God, serving the world as an IT analyst, passionate about living and loving God's way in today's world. She's a loving sister, auntie, and daughter, she's a complete nuisance to those who don't care for heaven that is Any, by the way that's that was her comment so I'm going to welcome her now welcome Annie. welcome to the Dating Down God's Way podcast how are you
1: hello I'm fine thank you thank you so much for having me so honored so, to be
0: here I, I'm really looking forward to this conversation so tell us a bit <laughs> about yourself Right, what can I say?
1: Like I said, I'm a big nuisance to those <laughs> who don't care for heaven. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I just believe just, I mean, everyday life, we should live it like we are aware of God's presence. Um, like I said, an IT analyst. I've always wanted to be a tech girl for a while, but I first wanted to be a teacher. So when I'm speaking, you see a lot of my teachers have come out. <laughs> i look yeah, forward to it. That's, yeah <laughs> that's a little bit about me but i'm loving don't worry
0: don't worry yes ellie is amazing <laughs> i really enjoy her in wife and waiting so what do you think women should know about wife and waiting speaking of the sisterhood
1: you know one thing when i was preparing to come here mm-hmm. i already had a list of things for like <laughs> oh we do this we do this we do this and then the Holy spirit just gave me a big you know knock on my head this morning Okay, so, I mean, don't be surprised at my answer, because mm-hmm. even me, I was surprised, okay? Mm-hmm. So when I was thinking about that question, what I got was First Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. I know you're thinking, what does that have to do with what? I mean, they ask you a question, what is Bible passage? Right, okay. My question actually you is, who do you think you are? Who do you think God is? And if you know how big God is, such that he sits in heaven and the earth is his footstool, he's all powerful, you've read all the stories of passing the Red Sea, healing the sick, and you know how big God is, and you know that you're God's special possession, would you guard that special possession day in, day out? If you know that the the devil is going around trying to devour people to steal and destroy, would you guard yourself, knowing that you're a special possession? That, that that That's the first thing you have to think about because when I, when I get that question, what should you know about the um, is weight in the VIW, is saying, why should I even be a part of this? What's this thing about? Now there are two people. Are you the kind of person that you're overweight, but you're thinking, mm, what's in this shower manner? Mm. Or you're the kind of person that is asking, what is in this shower because you're trying to watch your weight. So if you're you are, you are in the other group, I mean, this is not for you really because don't cast your pearls before swine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't have that time right now. We don't have that time, right? Um, block and delete. That's what i in our group. We are blocking you and deleting you. But if you are in the other group, this is why you should join. Because you are a chosen person. Because you are a royal fish too. Because you are a holy nation. Because you are God's special possession. And, you know, if I'm God's special possession, so what? Hebrews 5.14 says that we are now mature Christians. So we should have the power of discernment. How do you get the power of discernment? By constant practice. You are trained to distinguish from good and evil. And that's what the group is. It's a group group of women. We're not mean girls, really. Honestly, we're not. So it's a group of girls from all over the world. We are sharpening ourselves. It's really iron sharpening iron. Um, So yeah, that's what I'm gonna say for the group of people that really want to you know, treat themselves as though they are God's possession. This is a group where you should belong because daily you're trained to distinguish between good and evil on your own because, how, I mean, how do you, first of all, we're all priests, right? So how do you learn to be a priest in your day-to-day life if you don't practice distinguishing between good and evil every day? And that's what this group is. It trains you every single day. Where your treasure is, there lies your art, right? Mm-hmm. So if you believe that you are God's treasure, You won't be a Sunday Sunday Christian. You will desire to have a constant relationship to train yourself daily to guard what God has given you, which is your salvation. So that's what I think you should know about WIW. And you should prepare yourself because that's what God wants.
0: Thank you, Annie. Annie has just blessed us with scripture. You see, she's on fire. (laughs) She has come already. (laughs) <laughs> but I completely agree with you you know pro twenty seven seventeen iron sharpens iron, and just like any has just said, that's the, definitely what goes on every single day. you know if you have questions, you come in, the sisters are ready to give their opinions, various perspectives um you know sharpened with the Word of God, and even very practical as well you know it's not all um we don't just pray and Encourage each other, even though that goes on a lot as it should, because our foundation is biblical. But we also, you know, relate on a very practical level like, okay, you know, you come with a situation, this is what we think you should do. And we have our sister circles, you know, to make sure that you even remain accountable. So, any, you just did an amazing job of describing, like you said, if you (laughs) are thinking, what is inside that shawarma. (laughs) <laughs> so that I will know <laughs> how to position myself. That is how wife and wedding is. It makes you think. So what yeah. do you think women, wh- what do you think women should know about the sisterhood that you love? What What do you love most about the sisterhood that you think women should know listening to it? What do you love most about wife and wedding?
1: Right, I love the fact that, you know, so um, frequently we're giving like devotionals, that's what we call it mm-hmm. in the group. So is Tolu really giving us like, you know, a charge for the day like what do you yeah. think your value is what do you and trust me it will get you thinking you think oh you see me coming here with um can you call you boost something sorry can you call me <laughs> this or that for those that know you bible passages bible passages that's not where i was oh let me tell you before i joined the group you know i just living in mm-hmm. <laughs> holy spirit and vibes in it just mm-hmm. like whatever goes but that that but that's one thing that i feel that that group has given me I'm not living my life in constant awareness of who God is and what God expects from me. Um, also, relating with sisters from everywhere, all over the continent, the sisters that I, I've learned from that I might never get to speak to anymore because maybe mm. um, they're not a part of the group anymore, or for whatever reason in their life they've you know moved on from that. And also, they even have you know plans for even when you get married mm. to keep on keeping you in that. I mean, this is a group that you should join in because it's not like any other. You know, christian group as much as we want to abide with the brethren because it's holistic really we talk about business we talk about fashion we talk about everything we jo- see <laughs> we joke, joking eh? we joke but also we are serious like we're serious and we need to be serious we play games it's really yes, bad yeah. you guys come and join us
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> the games and he actually came up with an amazing game the other um, not too long ago, um, that that was really fun. I remember that was that was really good. But yeah, you're completely right. Like we we make sure that you know there is a charge in terms of what what scripture is laid before us. Um, you know, as I hear, I share, and the 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 the, the sisters are you know a really a, a really diverse mix of women that all share the same charge. Which is being prepared for a godly marriage, having a calling to a godly marriage. Okay. So, speaking of godly marriages and dating, do you think women should date multiple men? <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> well,
1: <clears throat> you know <don't> what? <laughs> Salvation is personal. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Okay, let me tell you something. I actually think why not, right? Why not? No. But this is the thing God's purpose mm-hmm. for a marriage relationship is to show the world, children, the society, an example of God's love for us, God's love for the church. We are the church, right? Um, the first thing I would say is, what is your motive, right? What mm-hmm. is your motive um, behind, you know, you asking that question, if, you know, mm-hmm. for yourself. John 8, 44. You are fa- your, your father is like, let's say the father, like devil is the father of liars. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to, be deceitful right whenever he speaks a lie he speaks from his own nature because he's a liar and he's the father of lies so if you are dating multiple people do they know that you know it's mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's, but then when i when i get this question i always get it from women mm-hmm. right because we're always you know we are always so catering to the other um gender men don't care not that they don't they really, care but like they are more yeah they are more logical <laughs> about this thing they really are yeah if you think about it, like I said in the beginning, that you are, a, you know, you are a peculiar person. You are only nation, and you are God's chosen price possession. If even in your companies, if you are going to pick a contract, you don't just say, "Oh, we want uh, a service provider that is going to give us ninety-nine point nine percent." Okay, I mean, I said I was an like IT analyst, but that's what I know as an example. Availability of internet. You don't just come and say one service provider brings it and you just go with that person. No. And I'm also a very, you know, totally knows I'm an average believer that talking stage is a scam. Really? Really? So,
0: <laughs> I agree. If
1: already, you're not wasting your time doing talking stage with people. Why not? You know, even the Bible says that you should spread your, <laughs> not, not spread your seed <laughs> like me, you know, not spread your seed like me, you know. Because have just just going everywhere if you're doing it god's way why not why can't you date uh, multiple people now mm-hmm. bear in mind that i said the father is the devil of all lies liars so if you are doing that you know and one person thinks that you're exclusive with them know your father is the devil so
0: <laughs> but if you're abiding
1: by god's principles um i would like to say um, you know there's a there's an instruction to love your neighbor as yourself If anybody asks you, tell them that you're loving loving your neighbor as yourself. (laughs) Yourself. When God gives you an instruction, he knows where to stop. He knows where to say, okay, this is where the ocean should stop. So Mm -hmm. if you wanted you to love your neighbor more than yourself, would have said, love your neighbor more than yourself. Mm -hmm. But when you're picking just one guy and saying, I don't want him to feel bad, I don't want the competition. You're loving your neighbor more than yourself. Guys, love your neighbor as yourself. Pick, look around. Mm -hmm. And another thing I find is that when you're, dating just one person, especially for <laughs> recovering over lovers
0: like myself. <laughs> recovering over lovers, <laughs> any you're just cracking.
1: <laughs> you are, you tend to overinvest too early, right? Because then you now start because you're talking to this one person, who sent you? Mm. Hmm? Hmm? Did he did he ask you? Did he beg you for that? <laughs> so yeah, just no, guard you, your heart.
0: You you know a lot of things you've said, guard your heart, love your neighbor as yourself. Don't basically shoot yourself in the foot. And you're you're right. It's women that are always asking this question because we over you know a lot of women we tend to overcommit too early. So and this these are the kind of conversations we have in the group. It's really like a brain reset. It's a brain reset <laughs> really when you're in yeah. this sisterhood because you think a certain way and then you come in you hear different angles, stories, experiences, yeah. and you realize actually they are right or if anything it increases your faith where you stand because there is no judgment like any has said we're not a group of mean girls but i think people i love that
1: you said that
0: that that i said said what no go ahead
1: please i love that you said like this is what we do we're not a group of mean girls it -hmm. increases your faith because me that i'm telling you this a couple of months ago i was still in the group saying oh my god i met this guy and i like him and i did a thing and everybody like ah come come on. see this sister Annie she's talking, she's talking. Mm. in the nonsense mm. you get you you need that constant brain reset because you people will be thinking why should I spend $100 a month because you need the constant brain reset, reset. we all do mm.
0: and and I I you know I just love watching the journey right about the, just mm. like you said you know a couple of months ago you're not the same because right, you are constantly being sharpened and unfortunately a lot of women think that when you're dating you put all your eggs in one basket if you are not in an exclusive relationship you are not in an exclusive relationship period
1: Simple.
0: <laughs> if you want to be exclusive have that conversation Cla- clearly communicate to each other make sure you all are on the same page if not you know there are likely going to be a lot of Hurt there's gonna be a lot of hurt going on on your own end. So at what point, speaking of conversations and relationships, at what point do you think kids should be discussed?
1: I love that. One second, but I have you know, I have this is Tolu. This is to, you see, people I blame Tolu. If I'm saying Bible <laughs> passage for every question, it's Tolu, you should go and meet, okay? This I think <laughs> mean, this is Tolu's hard work, okay? Right. So Malachi 2.15, as mm. not the one God made you, you belong to him in body and in spirit. What does the one God seek? A godly offspring. What does that say to you? You have to be on guard. It's so important what your child is. That, I mean, this what this says to me is that the, the soul, I mean, not soul purpose, but like one of the major reasons why God wants us to get married is to have godly offspring, to fill the world with God's soldiers basically. So with that in mind, that should like give you an instruction of when to involve like when to introduce that um in your dating relationship. Like I always say, don't do talking stage. But if you are doing talking stage, yeah. let that be part of it because it's important. It's important to I like analogies, right? Like I said, I like teaching. So when you're going to um open days to see schools and everything, um, do I want to go to this university or that university? um for those that do that um when you go to the open day they don't come and talk to you about um how do i put this they don't come and talk to you about um the kind of this they serve in the school or um um you know they don't bring irrelevances is what i'm trying to say they come with this is the curriculum this is the so what is your dating relation what are you doing in that dating like um, bless her soul, it's for collection of data. What are you doing in that relationship? So that should guide you in how long, you know, when you should introduce these conversations. Are you going to date for hundred years? No. So, I mean, get on it, right? Why are you wasting time? If it's already four weeks, eight weeks, start to talk about it. How many kids do you want to have? Why do you want to raise them? What's your parenting style? Do you have kids? When do you know? Of course, don't go and be oversharing in the first week when the guy is just like, ah, calling you here and there no consistency right like we said in the beginning don't don't overshare when it's wrong come and join us we'll tell you all these things (laughs) yeah i mean yeah so i mean just this this should guide you and this is this is what will guide me in when i'm going to uh, introduce that conversation because i know that it's important to god and um yeah pretty much
0: I yeah I, I I I agree with this this conversation definitely needs to happen before you get married. It's a conversation and it's an ongoing conversation. It's not something that because obviously the conversation you will have when you first become exclusive it's going to be different from when you decide that you're going to be engaged and you know you do premarital counseling. It's it's a conversation that evolves because there are levels to this just like any give the example of a curriculum in school. Obviously, when you still get into the school, they will give you a different kind of information, but it's still going to be communicated yeah, totally. to you what is relevant for that child's development. It's the same way in a relationship. You don't just kind of settle things into oh, at point A, point B. You start evolving from the beginning. You start looking out for clues and tips. And like any said, you know, I just love how Eni is just sprinkling conversations with, you know, the sisters talk about this. We just just about this all the time. <laughs> so if you want more, come inside. But, yeah. <laughs> but speaking of godly dating, what are what are what do you think are some challenges that 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 are dealt with in godly dating? Okay, there are so many
1: challenges, right? Because you're fighting mm. the flesh. Oh, God. yeah. You're fighting yeah. the flesh daily. Mm. You're fighting the societal expectations of you know dating and you know the way sex is you know faster everywhere these days. And, exactly. You know, yeah, all sorts of things you're fighting, but I basically would say that they're in two categories really. And I, to me, I just you know, like I said, there's a teacher that raised me. It's laziness and lack of conviction. It's just laziness <laughs> because if you already know eh, what you are going to do in a relationship, you know already that you, there are some things that are required of you, that and you have to discipline yourself, right? You already know that you have to discipline yourself. So when you are saying <laughs> Oh my God, it's hard. Though. We can't keep ourselves. You're just lazy because it's mm-hmm. difficult to keep yourself. Um, If you're thinking, mm, I don't know how to watch my mouth. Kineko, kineko. Oh my God, I keep saying kineko. this or that. Yeah, this or that. <laughs> if, if, you're, if, if you're saying, um, I can't control my temper or I can't, I have to open my mouth and tell the whole world my business. Um, You know, everything just boils down to me. To laziness. If if you are having an issue keeping a godly marriage, you are lazy and you don't even know. You don't have conviction because, like I said in the beginning, if you know that you're a prized possession, if you know who God is and what you mean to God, things are straightforward. I and mean, you know, I'm not here to act like you know older than that, but I am holy <laughs> because I'm the, I'm, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You know? Amen. But yeah, I'm pretty. You have to know you have to know that you're only nation. That means you know that your temple, your body is the temple of God. To inspire the kinds of dates you have, to inspire the kinds of people that you talk to, the kind of boys you give your time to, what you do with that dating relationship. Um, Yeah. And, you know, there's all the things that we, sorry, Tony did not send me this PR, but honestly, I'm (laughs) not even joking you guys. We talk about these things daily. We really do. We really do. So it's, yeah, like I said, it will be to those two things. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy, honestly. And you'll be thinking that your people at home are doing you from the village. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so unlucky. No, 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 no. It's you. It's you. Because <laughs> if you really want something, you'll get it. Like, think about drug addicts. I saw that quote somewhere this, I mean, this week or the last week. That they don't say, oh, I'm broke. I can't get drugs. Because that's how yeah. crazy they are about the drug. Like, how crazy are you? to live a good life. How crazy are you for excellence? How crazy are you to show that God is within you? Because like I said again, don't forget that first passage, right? Peculiar people to show the praises of who has called you. So if everything you're doing is to show the praises of who has called you, keep your willingness. You can't do it. You really can And let the Holy Spirit guide you daily um, in what you do. Don't
0: be I lazy. I, I, yes. I I I love how you, you know you've just put it very plainly and simply. Just be disciplined and don't be lazy about it. So whatever challenges you know, the spirit is winning, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is winning. Mm. And um, you know, it's important that whatever challenge that you may face that you may be going through. I mean, sex is a very prevalent one in the in the God in the godly community. Um, and like any said, it's plastered everywhere. But that's why. You know, accountability cannot be downplayed, and that's something we do a lot exactly. in the group. You know, because uh, this journey is—we're not going to sugarcoat anything here. And as you can see, and he's very straightforward. This journey is not is not easy. That's just the truth. But no. it's—you yeah. don't have to do it alone, right? You don't have to do it alone, and that's part of the reason why we have the sisterhood. Iron sharpens iron, literally—the word word. A watchword um, yeah. because accountability helps a lot. So, w- speaking of you know, what oh my what, god, too, sorry, go before ahead. We move go
1: ahead. On, mm-hmm. I am, I so love what she said about not doing it alone. Because before this month, I used to think I'm very, very humble. One thing I find that makes people for time their journey of godly relationships that they're so proud you know you think yes. you have arrived. yeah i mean yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a badass christian yeah you need yes. these things right because the bible says if you submit yourself to god you will resist the devil what's sex what's pornography what's riches mm. what's poverty what's all these things they're all toys in the hand of the devil right if the bible says that you submit yourself you resist the devil so just submit yourself don't be proud and get someone to help you you know walk with the brethren like to said so yeah
0: yeah it, it really it really does help so who do you think how would you describe a virtuous woman
1: mm. oh, see now we talked about this two two weeks ago in our group <laughs> <laughs> so they'll be sitting down there and be asking why should <laughs> i be but let me just say because grace abides oh, uh, really. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> oh my goodness okay so uh, I will help them now, too. Okay, so <laughs> Sha- <laughs> the Proverbs 31, woman is a virtuous woman, right? And then they're, would I did there. Okay, let me just put it into 10 um categories of what this woman is like, right? So she's, if you, when you have time, go over the passage yourself and try to, you know, get an understanding of what that would be in your day-to-day life. But I'll just say basically, she's someone that serves with love and kindness. So, you know, as much as we can have resting beach face, try to be smiling small small. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's a, it's a commandment for someone that is a virtuous woman, she cares about what she puts in her body, physically, mentally, spiritually. So join the group because you care for your spiritual <laughs> I did not send um, her this CRO like she said. <laughs> <I> <laughs> but Eddie is she just... like, what's going on with me? <laughs> no, I yeah. love it
0: because it shows how much you know <laughs> The sisterhood is 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 a community you me, appreciate. You know, yeah. that I tell
1: you, how here. can I help these people? Okay, okay. <laughs> she's a very so she's a faithful person. She's loyal. She and uh, you know when we're discussing it in the group, there was a part that struck out to me that I want to say to you guys now is like she's careful to choose a partner, right? She chooses right. someone that even at the gates of the city everybody respects. I've never read. I, I mean, I've read it before, but that never. Stood out to me the way did when we spoke about it in the group last, um, last week. So she's someone that, you know, wants no scrubs. I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> but yeah, a virtuous woman is someone that wants no scrubs, right? Yeah, yeah. They know you're tired. Know, you don't have taste for that. So yeah, a virtuous woman is a product that world bad. She's loving. She cares for our business. She cares for the future. She plans for the future. She guards her tongue with wisdom she cares for her body like I said earlier so yeah these are things mm-hmm. and she still was the gift that God has given her even if you, I mean everybody has a gift but even if you think you don't have a gift the life when you wake up in the morning that gift is is that life is a gift from God and you have to mm-hmm. see it properly by the things that you do not
0: and it's just you know dropping a lot of wisdom here and I'm just going to keep echoing what she just said about the fact that you know she chooses her partner carefully because she wants to make sure that, you know, it doesn't lead to a situation that is not pleasing to God. And um, she stewards the gifts. And I love how you said, just waking up, that gift of life is is for you to steward. And it's so important that as you're dating um, and as you carry that calling in your life to be a wife, you understand that your your capacity as a virtuous woman will grow to mirror what God, your, your willingness to submit. Like any, also Remember. said, your will has to submit um, to the will of God mm-hmm. over you. Your your ability to be a virtuous woman will mirror that. So if you look to God, He mm-hmm. will do it for you. That's all. That's literally it. But a lot of people s- struggle with that. And you know, another struggle I wanted to touch on is finances. Do you think couples should share their mm-hmm. finances?
1: Right. So again, I would go to the Bible, John fifteen fifteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I no longer call you servants because a servant doesn't know his master's business. Instead, I will call you friends for everything I've learned from my father. I have made known to you. What, how does that relate to this? In my opinion, this is my um, understanding of this text. You are calling someone your boyfriend, but you don't know his business. You don't know what he does. Mm. You don't know where the money is from. You but you're but just, you just, you're just buying ice cream, buying <laughs> for the Buying (laughs) everything, I don't pity you. I don't pity you when the people of the you know EFCC and (laughs) they come and carry both of you. Well, yeah, on a serious note, if you understand the calling, what the marriage is supposed to be about, you know that you have to discuss finances. Why marry your enemy? Why marry someone that's you know, except I mean, oh, why am I saying this to you? They should join us. (laughs) <laughs> but, but really, I mean it depends on what you want, right? I will not tell you what to choose, but are you in do you want a marriage where you are your husband's servant or you want a marriage where you are your husband's friend? If marriage is supposed to mirror the relationship of Christ and the church, he's our friend, he's our father, is our lover. If the Bible says that God teaches us everything that he has learned from the father these are the secrets the deepest secrets hey i didn't get that one before but i just said it the deepest secrets that god is telling Mm -hmm. us right jesus came that he heard from the father is telling us what is so secret about naira and kobo what is so secret about dollars and pounds and cents right it's -hmm. so important but now also be very careful when you want to share right because you don't And then, like I said, oh, I'm recovering over lover. So <laughs> I've learned the hard way that you don't start in the beginning and be like, ah, so baby, mm-hmm. there's this money. They gave me $20 mm-hmm. million in one week. Sorry, oh, because counterfeits and the good ones, they come the same way. If you have already told the counterfeit all the money in your account, it will stay longer because it's waiting to devalue, okay. right? So, mm-hmm. as well, we have to, the Bible says we should watch and pray. So, watch, you know, watch and apply wisdom in when you're going to share. what is very, very vital that you do that before, I believe, or before you even collect anybody's engagement ring, mm-hmm. know where their money is coming from. Mm-hmm. Let there be a system of transparency, let there be an agreement as to what is expected from. Because sometimes, eh, when you're collecting that ring, some kind of um, pressure now comes upon you where you can't go back, right? So there's some conversations I feel like can come after the ring, like how do you want to leave children? Even though it's important, but it's something that can change. But you see those financial ones. I believe that it's very, very important to have those conversations earlier because you have to know um, your partner's business. Even God tells us his business, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're completely correct. And I'm just going to echo, you know, the first thing I'll say is the AFCC, for those that don't know, is a Nigerian <laughs> law enforcement agency and they investigate financial <laughs> crimes. So what any is <laughs> getting at, and I loved your passion, you know, I love the way you're just breaking it down so simply you know in a way that people can understand what what you're what you're saying is it's important that you know that your partner is financially reputable they are not somebody they are not a financial leech um they're not somebody that is hiding their fine because a lot of things are not are left unsaid before marriage and then when you enter the marriage you discover that you married a scammer or you married a fraud or you exactly. married somebody that is a financial like you know it's, it's, a, it's a financial leech so those conversations should come mm. prior to the marriage not because like you know any just said not because they are necessarily that person but you want a system i love how you put it, a system of transparency so that it's a you know it's mm. something that is ongoing it's an ongoing conversation but like she said use wisdom it's not like on the first date you know you're already uncovering all your bank account details this is wisdom (laughs) with the with the guidance of the holy spirit that will help you so why do you think women treat marriage like an achievement speaking of mistakes women make why do you think women treat marriage like an achievement any okay so when i was
1: preparing for this I mm-hmm. thought about it and I was like oh it's conditioning yes it's conditioning right but at the same time we have to bear in mind that it is it is an achievement right mm. but the problem I feel is the timing we now put to it right so if if you, before I joined um in waiting if you had asked me to tell you about myself I would have done something like Oh, I graduated. I got my bachelor's at 18 and I got my master's before I was 21. Why? Because I was conditioned to believe that those things um, mirror my value, right? So I think that's the problem here is that we are conditioned to see that these things mirror our value. And before I was opportunity to live outside of my country where I grew up in Nigeria, I thought that was particular to our culture. Well, it really isn't because even I found out that even in England, where I schooled, they had this guy in the neighborhood, and they were like, oh, he's a Rick because he's 45 and he was unmarried. I was so shocked to find that out. Mm. Marriage is an achievement, but don't put a time to it because you do not know the time, right? You don't know. God owns the time and seasons of your life. So I think that really is the issue there. Um, and I, like I said before, the issue with godly dating is lack of conviction. If you are sure, you know that you know that you know that you're God's possessions and that He has good plans for you, you know, to prosper you, to give you good things, He will not be told any good things from you. Why are you allowing the conditioning? I mean, it's easy to say why you're allowing the condition, but it's also easy to sit down and say, oh, I was conditioned. You get yes. what I'm saying, right? Yes. It's, sure. your, it's your duty, right? My, my mommy didn't love me. I grew up in an abusive. Okay, I I feel for you. Why we will hug you, come and join us. We will hug you (laughs) the hug of the Lord, but we'll also, you know, make you accountable. It's your duty to put in systems that will recondition you, Mm -hmm. right? It's easy to believe the bad stuff. If you, when I was watching Pretty Woman the other day, if you hear something bad long enough, you start to believe it of yourself. But the Bible says that as a man thinketh, so he is. What do you now do? You fill yourself with good thoughts, kind thoughts, things that are good. Ah, focusing on that Bible passage. But it says that you feel yourself. That comes in the form of affirmations. And I'm sure, I know that who has a um, a product like that that is full with affirmations. I don't yeah, know the name at the it, moment, but yeah, that's that's you reconditioning yourself. So that's what I think the problem is. That's why we we not that there's a problem with it being an achievement. It's a problem with putting a time to that achievement of, of thinking that you're a nobody because you've not gotten that. Thinking that Everything else you've achieved in your life is rubbish next to that. Thinking that your salvation comes after a marriage. Who told mm-hmm. you that? Who told you that, right? It's, it's pointless. It's, you're allowing the devil to steal your joy. And God has commanded us to have joy. So whatever you're doing that is stopping that. You are disobeying God. You know, and every sin is the same. Would you allow... People are doing prostitution and flying private jets. You you will not be using this kind of sin to follow them to your fire you will now, so you have to abide by these rules that God gives you so that you don't you know waste your time That's
0: great fine. i i completely I completely agree with you on that because it's very important that you know i i like I like the balance you brought into this, and even in the group the other day, and you know any can testify to this, I like sharing with our sisters whenever I hear stories or I see stories of women that progress quickly when people thought oh you know society said oh you know Oops. it can never happen for her this thing cannot how would it happen so on and so forth and i shared you know a, a, a particularly touching and amazing story the other days with the with the yeah. sisters about that lady that was previously uh, married and then got married again I and mean, it just happened so supernaturally quickly right and it was so structured in the way of of, of god that you cannot you know, no man can really talk and I think that's, do you you remember, sorry, you said
1: that they
0: were opening their mouth like, exactly, I can't balance, (laughs) yeah, so, exactly, so, and, and that's the power of, you know, here, faith comes by hearing, that's the power of being in that kind of environment, because, yes, you know, I love how you said, it is an achievement, but the problem is the timing we put on it, it kind of makes it feel like a burden, as opposed to as opposed to a calling when it's actually a calling it mm-hmm. starts to feel like a burden and that's yes. part of the problem in in understanding okay you know it now starts to confuse somebody in thinking okay maybe I should marry this mm-hmm. one maybe I should date this one maybe I should settle down maybe God cannot do it and that's all just fear and toxic um, toxic um, um, a toxic mindset and I believe you were referring to Philippians 4 verse 8 which says that fill um, your mind with those things that are good and that deserve praise noble right pure lovely and honorable because i love the way you're just dropping scriptures. so if you're listening to this make (laughs) sure you pause (laughs) make sure you pause and you take down the scriptures and you meditate on them as well it's something that we do Mm -hmm. in the group we like to make sure that devotionals are shared and we have our prayers and you know even just listening to the sisters you hear different different ways that you are sharpened that you didn't even expect so how do you think Speaking on, on that, actually, how do you think Wife and greeting is different from other Christian groups?
1: Yeah, like, look at me. Okay, I can't say look at me because you didn't know me before. <laughs> <laughs> but for really, me, look at me. Other groups, I believe, because, I mean, I was born Baptist. So I've been in groups, trust me. I did Lydia. I did Girls Auxiliary. I did everything. Trust me, I have been in other groups, right? They feed you. They want to force feed you what they think. You, they don't want you to think otherwise. This is not. This is not a group, and that's what I love the most. It's literally teaching you how to fish, teaching you how to. It's like you're. It's like a seminary, but not a seminary, because we just meet like two hours in every day. Mm. But you know that slow step by step day. You just see that you're transforming your mind. You're having a renewed mind because of what you're doing daily. It's just as little as give me five reasons why you think you are good today. Tomorrow is give me three things that you want to change about yourself. And you know, those little things and you're, you are you're, you're transformed. You really are transformed. And that, that's what I think is different about this group that you are taught to teach yourself. Mm-hmm. you thought to become your own priest no, tolu doesn't come and say i think this so this tolu. even when we tell her something sometimes i'm like oh you tolu come and come and say this all come and hear this one she's like "Hmm, no no, no. She's, you know we're giving ourselves different Aye, come and see different stickers of things because we're like hey this one is new shock you know different thinking for ourselves and we celebrate each other it's not we only celebrate the Morrigio. You, you know, to lose our mm. in quotes, right? <laughs> but that's, she's not the only important person in mm, the group. Exactly. And You feel the love. You, re, you really feel the love. You really feel the love. So. Yeah. And, and See, let me tell you, I'm an impatient person. Trust me. Ask anybody that knows me. Well, God is working on my patience. <laughs> so if I'm there till now, from the beginning, mm. oh, trust me, it's, it's worth
0: yeah yeah any any has been you know it's just amazing to see just even hearing you talk and how you know your mindset she really is you know a reflection of a wife-in-waiting sister and it's just it's it's just a, a group like you know like you just said I love how you said that you know everybody's views we teach you how to how to be who God has called you to be nobody is force feeding you to think a certain way our, our, our foundation is scripture that is not in question but we don't say because this is the way god ministered to me this is the way he must have ministered to you no we use what god has told you to convict us on what god is telling us and that's how the the sisterhood operates so you know i i, I love how you put it any so how would you describe a wife and waiting sister then oh she's funny because
1: we're so funny guys No <laughs> <Come> one laugh <laughs> that's how i'll say first you know, she's filled with scripture and she's she's a reflective person, someone that gives everything an extra thought. You won't find I well, I hope not. They <laughs> will not be mm-hmm. representing us well, but you won't find a wife in waiting saying something thoughtless online. You won't. Mm-hmm. Because we are taught daily to think. Um yeah, she's so someone that you know thinks and lives a life by the scripture. She's not someone that says, ah, leave church for good now or leave we even have some Muslims amongst us. Would mm-hmm. you I mean, would you mm-hmm. believe that? But yeah, she, she's someone that abides by the scriptures and lives her life that way. That's what I, I mean. It's really straightforward. I mean, I don't need to say much. Yeah. She's someone that just thinks. You will see, I mean, and the spirit of God is the spirit of wisdom. You will find her speaking like a wise person. That's mm-hmm. that's what I think. If you could, if, if, we can't give you free <laughs> snippets, but if you, honestly, sometimes when you go in the day, if yeah, if it's a day where maybe you have been watching silly movies and you don't even think, I don't mean like, x movies and I mean I mean joking yeah. movie mm. Let's be clear. Mm. And maybe you're not thinking straight that day. When you when is that for me is three o'clock. Mm. <laughs> when he starts to talk, he's like, ah, these people, your wisdom know to go on break. <laughs> like there's your wisdom not go on break. <laughs> really. You are thinking. Yeah. You're joking, you are thinking, you know, like thinking. About you.
0: Yeah, wife and wife and waiting. There's a lot of wisdom in there. Um, the sisters are very, you know, just hearing from Any and the other sisters, you would see that there's a lot of reflection and there's a lot of movement in terms of how the Holy Spirit is speaking through a wife and waiting sister. Mm. So I, I completely agree with that. So I want to quickly ask you about relationships that are long-distance. Do you think they work? Mm. <laughs> well, okay.
1: So I've had, I mean, I've had, I've had two experiences. Mm. I had one that was a... You know, nice relationship, really um, successful in the terms of we learn from each other and everything, even though it didn't end in marriage, of course, but it was still fine, right? And then I had another one that was a complete joker, complete, <laughs> sube, complete, <laughs> nothing. Let's say I was not a woman when I was speaking that one. <laughs> but to, I mean, to answer the question directly, it's, you know, what is your definition of companionship? What is your definition of relationship? What does it mean for, you know, you have to ask yourself this question. When I want to relate with someone, what do I expect? If you're someone that your love languages are physical touch and, um, you know, you need the person to, well, someone can do acts of service from afar, but, you know, to what extent? Don't, don't die to yourself. Don't make somebody else else's life hell, right? Be be strict with yourself and be straight with yourself. You can't do long distance if you're someone that wants physical touch. Bear yeah. in mind we are doing God's we're doing it God's way. So we're not talking about physical, physical touch of be, you know, necking and mm-hmm. hey, I said necking. that That's always cool things, but still, <laughs> but still, like that's not what we're talking about. It's even just holding of hands and just looking at the next person. Because you don't want to, the devil is father of all lies, you don't want to believe in a life. But also, hope the third makes the heart sick. Uh, I think Proverbs 13, 12, I think. Yes, I believe. So even if you're going to do long distance, define it. Let it be a time to it. Don't just be, don't be doing things without plan. Even God says, I have to, I have plans for your life. And that's God. He has a plan for your life. Why are you living your life without a plan? So just plan it so that you don't go weary really from Hope that is deferred if you're someone that can actually do a long distance for biggest thing is don't lie to yourself, don't lie to yourself, know yourself more than anybody else. don't lie to yourself
0: yeah i i you know you've hit a number of important points, which is have a timeline for the distance, know yourself, don't lie to yourself. Um, make sure that you and your partner are clearly communicating. And you are right, per 13, 13, 12. Hope the third makes the heart sick. But a long game fulfilled is a tree of life. So make sure that both yes. of you are on the same page. Why not say long distance doesn't work, like any just gave, you know, and I love the fact that you gave two examples that were different. So it doesn't mean that all long distance relationships cannot be pleasant, but it really is about your partner. Um, so I completely agree with that. So any, finally, what is your advice? You know, you've dropped a lot of wisdom, a lot of, you know, you've shared your perspective with us, but what is your advice for every single woman trusting God for a marriage?
1: That's such a big thing. Such a big thing. You know, once you know the calling, it's, it's not easy, but it can be easy with the help of the Spirit. So what I say is train yourself to, to, to discipline your mind and your body. Um, also, Yeah, I can. You see, I was about to start giving you know, lists of uh, get busy and do your business (laughs) and do this, but (laughs) no matter what I list out for you now, nothing, absolutely nothing, can help you more than growing a personal relationship with God because everything I know I heard from God. Mm-hmm. What? Why am I getting the frequency that I'm hearing from God? In his word, I spend time. Don't be a Sunday, Sunday Christian. You will be weary. Your heart will be weary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You will not be happy. You will not find joy. And ah, this is another passage that comes to my mind just right now because I, I didn't prepare it. But it's something about like God will give us the desires of our hearts if we spend mm-hmm. time with Him. But He is the desire of our hearts, right? So if you spend time with, with Him, you find joy you are happy that's, that's why people are you know sad and angry about the internet even those that have multiple partners they are sad they are not happy so i mean just spend time with god and even if you still feel the fear spending time with god ask god it will give you the ability to face all your fears and even if you still feel them it will give you the courage to be brave and even while you are scared when that counterfeit is coming when that bad guy is coming as you are afraid to say, I don't want this guy. But because you stay in constant um, fellowship with God, it gives you that brave, braveness or courage you need to do it afraid, to say no afraid. And guess what? Whether you're worried, whether you're spending time with all these bad guys, God's ordained time is still the time that you find the joy of marriage. So if you like, marry one now. And you divorce him in two years. If you like, wait for the two years for when God will give you your, you know, purpose partner.
0: Yeah.
1: You are still going to be waiting. So why not spend time with God? Why not stay with him and let him give you joy? Let him give you peace. And even when you grow weary, because you do grow weary.
0: yeah,
1: Find a gathering of people that, that would, you know, hold you up. You know, I mean, there was a time I came to the group and I was like, oh, guys, this month has been difficult because you know i smashed so many goals and i really wish you know i got someone that is not my family member to be like oh babe i'm proud of you Times mm. like that and that's why you have groups like this mm. you know don't know cast away the gathering of fellow believers right to hold ourselves up when we're weak
0: oh. no you said a lot and any like and i love how you keep reflecting on the fact that you have been able to share in the group um, and grow as a result of spending time, not only with the sisters, but more importantly, with the lord and i want to emphasize that i, I love the you know i love how you have put it so realistically it is difficult it is hard that's a fact mm-hmm. we don't shy away from that in the sisterhood if anything we share similar experiences like if one person says i went through a another will say i remember when i went through that and this is how i i dealt with it and you know in some instances you even meet outside the group to support each other we are yeah. that as well We really do encourage that because we are aware that this journey is not easy. And I think that, you know, even if you can't join the sisterhood, do find a community that you can be transparent Mm -hmm. with. Because one thing I can say is we are very transparent with ourselves because you know it's very important to, to to be able to carry out this calling and the verse you were referring to is um psalm 37 for take delight in the lord and he will give you the desires of your hearts because you know you're just dropping these scriptures uh, yes and I want, yes. Sure that, <laughs> I want to make sure that i want to make sure that whoever is listening knows where it. to look thank you you, you see know. that was, you see that but you know you, you've just said a lot any and you've truly just been a delight to 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 hear from so i really appreciate you and i'm sure that if you've you know if you're listening to this podcast you want to meet you want to hear more from any all the details <laughs> of of the sisterhood will be in the description box of this podcast don't forget to share this with a friend a sister a loved one and don't forget to like it so we will see you um we'll, i will see you very shortly in our next podcast. But for now, thank you so much.